0: Welcome. This is Raul Lowry Contreras. This is the Contreras Report, Business Mexico, Issue 104. Thank you for being there. Well, Mexico is reopening, but there's other border news first. The United States and Mexican governments announced this very day that I'm recording this that the non-essential travel ban between Mexico and the United States Will be extended to June 22. You will recall that it was uh, a first announced for March uh, on March 20th. and went into effect 24 hours later, and uh, it prevents uh, people from just jumping in the car and running off to go buy a hamburger in in San Diego someplace. If you live in Tijuana, you can't do that anymore. Uh, you, but if you're going up to visit a doctor, or to do a business transaction, or to go to uh, your health uh, provider, whatever you know, your Kaiser or whatever, uh, that you can do. And there's no restriction on coming into Mexico, uh, which is interesting because California is a hot spot for the pandemic. In any event, the border will remain restricted now until at least June 22. But there are rumors that the United States government is discussing among itself, the agencies among themselves, that they, the director of the of the CDC, the Center for Disease Control, uh, will have the final say as to when the prohibition of non-essential travel is to be lifted. In other words, there would not be a date certain. Okay. Now, let's talk about a little bit of business. I mentioned the energy before that uh, in the energy generation field in Mexico, that private generation has done extremely well. In the past few years, uh, they, they, the private sector, has built enough electrical generation facilities to privately generate 46% of all the electricity used in Mexico. That was started in the previous regime of Enrique Peña Nieto with the help from the opposition party, the Partido Acción Nacional, PAN. They wanted to loosen up the energy control by the government and they were very successful at it. Except that Andres Manuel López Obrador, the current president of Mexico, hates private enterprise. He particularly hates private electrical Generation, I don't know why, other than he is a floppy-minded, left-wing, ultra-liberal moron. But in any event, so what he's done is he's ordered one branch of the federal government to fight with another branch of the federal government. What he's done is he's ordered the Federal Commission for Electricity the CFE, Comisión Federal de Electricidad, to produce more energy in the process. Because of the pandemic, he wants the uh, epidemic, he wants the government to guarantee electricity. So he wants, the only way to guarantee it is to make it. It costs the government, according to the government's figures, $1.41 American to generate one megawatt hour of electricity. Private generation only costs $27 a megawatt hour, which they can sell to the federal government for $30, $40, $50, whatever a megawatt hour, and make money. And the government is still saving money for over what it costs to produce electricity when the government does it. So, the government has not certified, the government of AMLO has not certified 28 new wind and solar projects that have been completed in the past year, and are just simply waiting to be certified by government regulators. Well, they're not being certified. And Obrador has ordered the CFE, the Comisión Federal de Electricidad, to produce more energy, and to buy surplus oil that PEMEX, the national oil company owned by the government of Mexico, oil that it can't sell on the market, so he's ordered the CFE to buy surplus oil from Mexico from PEMEX, the Mexican oil company, to burn and make electricity for a dollar forty-one a megawatt hour, which is about a dollar twenty cents more than the private private enterprise could do it for. So what he's trying to do is freeze the private generators of electricity out that are all new in the past few years. He's trying to freeze them out and create a government monopoly and to impose 100% electrical generation by the government on the people of Mexico who can't afford it. They can't afford a dollar a megawatt hour, so the government has to subsidize the poor people to have electricity for five, six dollars every two months. Uh, the government has to pay most of the fee that would normally be required in a market situation. Okay, a little more politics. When Amlo became president, he told the people of Mexico that he was going to fight the drug cartels with hugs, not bullets. So he announced that he was going to organize a National Guard, different than the Army. The Army is the Army. He was That's supposed to protect the country from outside invaders or what have you. But he was going to have uh, the uh, National Guard do the actual... Interaction uh, with uh, the cartels With hugs and not bullets Well The National Guard has failed He started the National Guard Because he wanted to fight a policy That had been in effect since 2006 When he ran for president And lost to Felipe Calderón Of the PAN party Partido Acción Nacional Calderón initiated An army offensive on drugs and the cartels. In fact, he ordered the troops into the cities, out of their garrisons, into the cities. I was in Tijuana on that day. He became president December 1st, and within 24 hours, uh, the troops were were caravanning down Revolution Avenue in Tijuana and taking up their posts uh, all along uh, the main highways doing car checks and, and what have you. And uh, the people of Tijuana welcomed the troops. I was there. I saw with my own eyes people lying in the streets, native Tijuanaans, and applauding. I applauded, too. And it didn't work out because the cartels are well-armed, and they're large, and they carry arms that President Barack Hussein Obama Allowed to go into Mexico, thousands of rifles and pistols that his people allowed to go into Mexico wound up in the director into the cartel's hands. So the Mexican army was uh, out there fighting the cartels for all those six years and they didn't win. They obviously couldn't win uh, because, among other things, the army, a lot of the army generals are corrupt and they were taking the money. So many people in Mexico take the money. So he comes in to become president and he wants to win, uh, fight uh, drugs with hugs and uh, and not bullets. Well, he formed the National Guard. They have failed, ladies and gentlemen. They are a a total failure. He has signed a decree within the past few days ordering the army back on the streets And the decree will last until March of 2024. No more hugs, but bullets. Now, I'm familiar with the Army down here because uh, when I moved down here, they weren't on the streets. Uh, When he became president, he signed a decree ordering them on the streets. And they had a checkpoint that I had to go through Twice a day, when I was going into San Diego, it's on the uh, Mexican National Highway One here along the coast in Baja California, and at the toll booth just north of me, about three miles, uh, the uh, the army was there checking cars going north, and federal police checking cars going south. And then they would reverse in the afternoon, and the army would be checking cars south, and the federal police uh, checking cars north. So I'm familiar with how they operate. And I've got to tell you, it was a bit unnerving to go through and pay my toll and then look straight in front of me. And there was a Humvee with a 7.62 NATO machine gun uh, pointing right at me, (laughs) right at me. And uh, uh, it was unnerving to say the least. So another failure for the president of Mexico. Okay, we have uh, the lockdown that's been going on now since March. And uh, uh, But every time there's a crisis, there's an opportunity for someone. There's an airline named Aeromar, A-E-R-O-M-A-R, operates here in Mexico. And uh, they're still flying. They've continued flying 70% of their flights. But they've instituted, because they lost so much business anyway, they've instituted a new program, and it has three numbers to it. Number one, for nine thousand nine hundred and ninety-nine dollars, or I'm sorry, pesos, pesos, uh, you can fly from Mexico City to nine Mexican cities and McKellen, Texas, or, or from McKellen back to Mexico City as often as you want between now and December thirty first, by paying nine thousand nine hundred and ninety-nine pesos. You can go every day if you want. The silver package is $6,999, and it's valid from Mexico City to three different areas. And that would include uh, Guadalajara to Puebla, Guadalajara is on the west, Puebla is on the east, both multi-million person cities, and Guadalajara and Puerto Vallarta. So you could actually uh, work and and live in Guadalajara and uh, fly to Puerto Vallarta every day to Go skin diving if you wanted to. Package number three is the bronze package, 4,999 pesos. And that will, from Mexico City to Ixtapa, Zihuatanejo, where I honeymooned, by the way, way back in 1973. And uh, that would be uh, Mexico City to Puerto Escondido in Oaxaca, which is a resort town. And uh, Mexico City to Veracruz, which, as you all know, is the major port in Mexico. And uh, a lot of people go back and forth, so that would be very worthwhile. And if you go to the Aeromar website, A-E-R-O-M-A-R, and speak Spanish, all the details are there. Although, by the time you get to it, uh, the programs will probably not be on sale, although they might come back. Uh, you know, they, they might have such success, they might just keep it up, keep doing it. Okay, we've got some bad news about uh, restaurants in Mexico. Only 20% of Mexico's 635,788 registered dining-in restaurants stayed open during the lockdown, after the order uh, to lockdown came, and they either were doing takeout or... Uh, for, uh, delivery. Uh, I, I see them in Rosarito. They have signs hanging out saying takeout and delivery only, uh, but welcome. Uh, restaurant sales in New Mexico dropped off 85%. Uh, even, you know, uh, the revenues, uh, they just weren't there. There's a national restaurant association in Mexico called Canirac. It's spelled C-A-N-I-R-A-C. It estimates that 30,000 of the closed restaurants will not reopen. It estimates more than 80% of owners do not have sufficient liquidity to make payrolls, taxes, and fixed costs since they've had no revenue since March 23rd. Karnak, Karnak, Karnak <laughs> estimates 98% of restaurants are small or medium sized. 48% are family-owned and operated. Cognac estimates that because of job losses throughout the whole industry, 300,000 families are affected. Cognac reminds us that it took 10 years for the Mexican restaurant business to recover from 2009's H1N1 pandemic which was also a a food thing that originated in China. Now, the restaurants in Mexico City are getting ready to open uh, gradually. The mayor is announcing uh, within 24 hours of this recording that uh, they can start opening up gradually. There's 45,000 restaurants that were forced to fully or partially close in March. It's estimated, cognac, in which I told you about, the National Restaurant Association estimates that the restaurants in Mexico City lost 48 billion pesos worth of revenue, U.S. dollars 2.03 billion dollars. Now they're going to open up, and here are the protocols. I'm I'm telling you this. There's 11 of them, so bear with me. I'm telling you this because someone out there listening is going to Mexico City shorting. I know that. I'd go there myself right now if uh, if I could uh, figure out how to take care of my dogs without costing me a fortune Uh, because uh, Mexico City has got some interesting things that I'd like to see before I pass on to the other world uh, that I haven't seen yet, even though I was born there. Mexico City restaurants, protocols for opening. All restaurants to be disinfected all employees will have will be temperature checked before and after their shifts. Masks are mandatory for everyone. No cell phone use by employees while they're working. Canarex suggests all operate at 30% capacity and limit groups to 10. Table linen to be changed after every party. Condiments served individually disposable menus. Buffets must have sneeze guards like they do in the United States. An employee must serve the buffet. In other words, you when you go to the buffet table, whatever whether it's a salad bar or the or the main course, an employee has to you tell the employee what you want and he puts it on your plate. No children play area. Well, a lot of restaurants aren't going to like that, but it's better than being closed. Estimated nationally, during the six weeks of lockdown, the cost has been 753,000 jobs. That's through April 30th. Tourism states have been hit the hardest, and in Mexico City, 106,000 people have lost their jobs. That's just in the restaurant business. Okay, they've started, they, the Mexican government has started loosening up the regs on uh, the lockdown. For example, in Baja, California, 100 border plants were ordered open by the governor because the United States government officially asked the Mexican government to please open up critical border plants that are involved in the automobile supply chain and the supply chain for American defense contractors. So that's the first thing that happened. The border plants in Baja were ordered open. The Mexican government has uh, statistics on every one of its municipios now. the states, and then within the state, you have a municipio. For example, Tijuana is not only a city by itself, but it's a municipio, it's a county, just like we have, like Miami-Dade County, for example, uh, or Los Angeles County, or San Diego County. So that's how they they uh, the the state uh, uh, regulates the localities, not through the city administrations, but through the municipios. Okay. Now, there have been about uh, 324 municipios that have been declared coronavirus-free. Now, that might mean one or two, but it might be zero, okay, or close to zero. And so, 324 municipios were eligible this week to start uh, uh, go- returning to normal. But few of them did because the state governors who run the localities from the state capital of the municipios said, no, we weren't ready. And so, uh, two th- now that, they're scattered all over the country, but uh, two thirds of the 324 eligible municipios were in the state of Oaxaca. Now, car industry plants are in some of these places in San Luis Potosí, Coahuila, Aguascalientes, and Yucatan. They opened up for business. Uh, this week. And that will keep the supply chain functioning. These are the actual car plants. The Jalisco governor, the state of Jalisco, which is where Guadalajara is, Enrique Alfaro, said that 23 Jalisco municipi- municipios were eligible to to uh, move into uh, closer to normal. But he doesn't want them to because he doesn't think, well, he thinks it's counterproductive to have one municipio uh, working towards normality when the one next door is not. So he thinks that's counterproductive. The same thing happened in the state of Guerrero, where 10 municipios were eligible for loosening of the, of the lockdown. But Governor Hector Astudillo says, no, it doesn't make any sense. How about the municipio right next to you that has coronavirus victims. And your municipio doesn't have any today, but people go back and forth, and so he says, no, they prefer not to. Okay, we've got a serious problem in energy that we need to talk about. Lopez Obrador does not like private business. He particularly doesn't like in the public utility field. And what he's done is he's ordered the commission, the Federal Commission of Electricity, Comisión Federal Electricidad, to generate more electricity. The excuse is, well, during this pandemic, we have to make sure that electricity is being generated properly and is available for our people. It's such a critical thing. That's true. True. But 46% of the energy generated in Mexico today is from a renewable energy generation. And there's 28 new installations, wind and solar facilities that have been built in the past year and are ready to go. All they need is to be certified by the federal government, by the commission for, you know, the CFE, Comisión Federal de Electricidad. Well, the commission is not certifying these people because Lopez Obrador has ordered the commission to produce more electricity themselves and not to rely on private generation of any sort. So he's ordered them to fire up long closed plants that haven't been used in a long time that have been replaced by renewable energy plants. He's ordered them to be brought back to life and to burn oil that they buy, the commission buys from another government agency, Pemex, Petróleos Mexicanos, because Pemex can't sell its oil on the open market. There's a glut of oil, as we all know. And so, Obrador has ordered federal agency A, to buy oil from federal agency B, to use, to burn in in agency uh, plants C, to generate electricity, which currently is being generated by the private sector for $27 a megawatt hour. The government costs, it costs the government $1.41, $1.41 American dollar to produce one megawatt hour of electricity. Private Mexican industry and private Mexican facilities produce the same megawatt hour for $27. There you have it. President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador has screwed the country as far as electricity is concerned. And that's a real shame. If you're interested in going to Mexico City, you now know what the restaurants are going to be open uh, or how they're going to be open so that you can enjoy your meal there. Uh, if you want to invest in the electrical generation in Mexico right now, would not be a good time to do it. And uh, if you want to invest in a Mexican bank, um, <laughs> I couldn't get any pesos out of an ATM today at City Banamex but uh, I went to the other city, Banamex, down the road, uh, and there was 500 people lined up to go into the bank, but nobody lined up at the ATM. I thought, oh, man, it's not working either, but I got my pesos out, and was able to go buy my, my diabetic ice cream at a special plant that I found that that carries uh, sugar-free ice cream, and I managed, I had withdrawn uh, 200 pesos just to buy the ice cream, 180 pesos, and it's really, really good. I trust you've uh, learned a little bit during this issue 104 of Business Mexico of the Contreras Report, and that you will be here for issue 105 next week.